I just want to follow up with you on this uh, issue of observing Lent. And um, I know it's easy to sound pretty radical at this point because there are uh, common uh, practices and observances within Christendom that everybody takes for granted, everybody conceives as a, a normative, and, and they just do them. And to question them, even on biblical grounds, can uh, seem to be rather a radical view. And uh, I, I'm not a radical in that sense. I'm not looking to just pick a fight. Uh, what I'm looking to do here is help you understand that there is a difference between the fleshly impulse of the religious impulse of the flesh and walking in the Spirit. And for 2,000 years, there has been this conflict. Are we going to walk in the flesh? Are we going to have a fleshly religion or are we going to actually walk in the Spirit and in the fullness of the benefit that Christ shed his blood to purchase on our behalf? Or are we going to drop back to a form of Judaized Christianity in which it's really just a, um, another form of self-justification, another form of self-works uh, uh, religion? And tragically, that has been the struggle. And I'm saying to you that Lent is just one manifestation of how subtle this is. Now, I just want to share with you real quickly this morning this uh, topic that has been presented by a man by the name of Dr. Glenn Sunshine. Uh, he is uh, speaking on behalf of uh, Reflection Ministries here, which is typically a very good ministry. It's Kenneth Boa, so I'm not quite sure why Kenneth is allowing this man to speak on his website, uh, because the things he says uh, are so subtle, and the implications here of what this man is saying are so grave that I just want to share just a few minutes of it with you so you can hear it for yourself. If you hear it for yourself, and if you allow the Spirit to give you ears to hear, I think you'll understand why I am so emphatic on this. I'm not interested in conflict for the sake of conflict. I'm interested in sparing you from these false narratives, these things that harm you spiritually, and therefore harm you mentally and relationally as well. And these things always come across as so very pious. Uh, Mr. Sunshine here, that's his name, Dr. Glenn Sunshine, is a, a man who's speaking very piously, in a very pious tone of voice, with a, a long chest-level beard, and with a, a bookshelf behind him. So everything about this video appears to be very pious and be very, <clears throat> um, very spiritual. But listen to what he's saying here for just a few minutes. I'll comment on it, and then we'll be done. Just a brief exhortation and follow-up to my comments that I've already uh, recorded and, uh, on, uh, and posted on this topic of observing Lent. That's the sort of thing we're thinking about here. What good do you need to add to your life, and what do you need to give up to get there? So these are some ways to think about Lent and to use this time to connect with church history, to connect with this historic practice of Christian people around the world, but also to help 
you in your own spiritual formation to grow in grace, to grow in your connection with Christ, to grow in your obedience. Again, the Lenten fast is supposed to be difficult. It isn't supposed to be easy. We are to afflict ourselves, as it says in Leviticus. But it's more than just about afflicting ourselves. It's about repentance. It's about turning away from the things that are controlling us that shouldn't. It's about turning our lives not just away from the bad, but toward the good. This is what repentance is about. Repentance is not just turning away from evil, but it's turning toward good. And Lent, as a season of repentance, as a season of penance, as a season where we prepare ourselves to really think through and understand what Christ went through for us during Holy Week on the cross. Well, repentance, afflicting ourselves, things like that is, in fact, an appropriate way of getting ready for that. And then when so you heard that. I hope you heard that. He's saying here that we are to literally afflict ourselves. And he's using Leviticus as a reference point. Now, this is very important to your spiritual health and therefore your mental and relational health, as I just said. He's not referring you to you to walk by the Spirit. You have to catch the subtleties here. He's referring to you to, to rest in your own strength, to just do these practices. This isn't a talk by Dr. Glenn Sunshine on how to walk in the Spirit. This is a talk about how to be very uh, obedient to certain church practices that are designed to enhance your, uh, your sense of, of um, religious standing, that you can feel by which you can draw near to God. And so I, I want to just encourage you to listen to what you just heard by Dr. Sunshine and recognize, I, I'm sorry, every time I say Dr. Sunshine, I get a little uh, chuckle in my voice. Uh, it's, there's nothing sunshine, there's nothing sunny about what he's saying at all. It's very dark. But I'm telling you, it is incredibly subtle. Incredibly subtle. The whole ambiance of the presentation is incredibly subtle. But he it's shameless at the same time because he's encouraging you to be hard on yourself. He's encouraging you to afflict yourself. And he's using the Levitical priesthood, the Levitical practices. He's using the book of Leviticus as a reference point. Whereas, if he were truly speaking as a Christian leader, he would be instead using something like Romans 8, 12 through 13, that says, So then, brothers, we are under obligation not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you must die. But if the, by the Spirit, if by the Spirit, this man in his whole presentation said not one word about reliance upon the Spirit, you are putting to death the practices of the body, you will live. And, of course, the other verse in Galatians 5.16, in which Paul says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. See, that's the apostolic. That's the biblical prescription for overcoming the flesh, for overcoming uh, addictions, for overcoming things that uh, are compulsive behaviors on our part. It's not just something that we just do. 
It's not just something we just buck up and do, or we uh, exercise some kind of spiritual disciplines. But this talk of his, which goes on for about 15 to 16 minutes, says nothing of any of that. It's all very pointed back to yourself. It's all very pointed about what you do, and it uses Leviticus as a reference point. That's the key. So steer clear of these things. Use your discernment. Pray for discernment. That's all I'm asking you to do. I'm not asking you to even agree with me. I'm just asking you to consider these things, to pray for discernment. I'm convinced personally that if you do, that the Holy Spirit will lead you into further and deeper reliance in the in resting in the finished work of Christ on your behalf and reliance upon the power of the Spirit to overcome the fleshly indulgences and not upon these silly, carnal, pious, but very religious practices that actually are worthless. Colossians 2.25 tells us these things are worthless in overcoming the fleshly indulgence. Well, just wanted to follow up with that. encourage you again to consider these things carefully. Uh, there's no shortage of people, places, and things in the religious world, in the world, that are designed to do nothing but draw you a- away from Christ, to point you back to yourself, and to cause you to rely upon your own resources instead of the power and ministry of the Holy Spirit. Don't fall for it. Amen.